Holding France at Knife Point. Last week at a grade school in France, a 12-year-old girl attempted to stab her teacher. Other school children say she told them she was planning a copycat stabbing in honor of a 20-year-old Chechen named Mohammed who shouted Allahu Akbar while stabbing his former teacher to death at another school in France this October. Witnesses say the unnamed fifth-grade student shouted, I'm going to kill you, ma'am. At least she was polite enough to call her ma'am before pulling out a knife and lunging at the teacher who fled the classroom before the girl was restrained and taken into custody. The week before that, a female teacher at a school outside Paris claimed a group of Muslim students threatened to kill her after she showed art students the 17th century painting Diana and Acteon by Giuseppe Cesari, which featured nude, if plump, female bodies. The threats came only days after a French court convicted a half-dozen Muslim teenagers in connection with the 2020 murder of Parisian teacher Samuel Paty, who had been decapitated with a meat cleaver. Paty had enraged the teens during a discussion about free speech when he showed his students the infamous Prophet Muhammad cartoons from the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo, which in 2015 had been a motivating factor in the widely publicized attack on the magazine's office by two French-born Algerian Muslim brothers who killed a dozen people and injured 11 others. The week before the Muslim art students had conniptions over the nude painting and the half-dozen teens were convicted of Samuel Paty's beheading, a group of four to five teens stabbed a Frenchman nine times and broke a bottle over his head while calling him a dirty white. The week before that, a man known to French authorities for radical Islamism and mental health troubles stabbed a tourist to death and wounded two other people near the Eiffel Tower. The week before that, an elderly couple was stabbed by a lone knifeman in a French shopping center cafeteria. The week before that, while a winter ball was being held in the small village of Crepol in southern France, a large group of Muslim teens from the nearby city of Romain-sur-Isère arrived in cars, shouted, We are here to kill white people, and stabbed several revelers, killing one. Marie-Hélène Thoraval, the mayor of Romain-sur-Isère, told a radio station that some people in her town refuse any form of citizenship and immigration. Thoraval says she subsequently received phone calls with a message that was more like intimidation, asking me if I had a Kalashnikov at home and if I had security guards. It went up a notch in the afternoon when I received a private message on Instagram specifying that I was to be decapitated, that my skull would be juggled, and that all that would be done within a month. For sheer gruesomeness, all these stabbings pale in comparison to the October 2022 murder of a 12-year-old blonde French girl named Lola, who was raped, had her throat slashed, and was found stuffed in a suitcase inside a car trunk. Four Algerian migrants were arrested for the murder. According to a story from Remix News, France has been beset with a number of public rapes by migrants. In 2022, a Tunisian migrant raped an English tourist directly on a street in France. In August 2022, a North African migrant was arrested for raping an American tourist in a Paris public toilet while her partner waited outside. In October 2022, a Congolese migrant 
attempted to rape a 24-year-old French woman because he did not have enough money for a prostitute, telling police, I wanted to have a beautiful white woman. Last month, Walid E. was accused of raping a 96-year-old woman in her own apartment. The dramatic increase in murders and rapes in recent years has coincided with a dramatic rise in immigration from North Africa, Africa, and the Middle East. The raping and stabbing have become so prevalent that even leftist feminists are grousing that people are too timid to mention the perp's ethnic background. Océane de Cannes, a pro-migrant activist and vocal supporter of Open Borders, claims an unemployed migrant with a long history of sexual assault raped her at knife point in a parking lot in October 2021. Two years later, she relates being traumatized at seeing her rapist, who had yet to be tried for his crime, busking in public. One day in October, I was walking in the center of Bordeaux and I came across him on Rue Saint-Catherine. He was playing guitar and panhandling. It was a shock. It reawakened everything. Now I have panic attacks. I don't dare leave my house. A feminist group called Collectif Nemesis says the contemporary feminists are too afraid to name and describe the rapists. We are a group of young Parisian women who do not recognize ourselves in the postmodern feminism that dominates in the media. This feminism refuses to name and describe its aggressors, thus inflicting a double penalty on the victims. Our goal is above all to free the voice of French women and to highlight the role that migration policies play in the problems that women experience. We have all made the same observation. The people who attack us daily are mostly non-natives, and street harassment is mainly the work of men from a different culture. And feminist associations try to hide this fact by masking our very concrete problems with abstract concepts such as patriarchy. France took in a record number of immigrants in 2022, most of them from Africa. Many of them claim to be minors, but aren't. Some of them come bearing an undying grudge against colonialism and vow to outbreed the French until the end of time. Statistics from the French Ministry of Interior claim that Africans, which include northern Africans from the Maghreb region who sort of look like they're half black and half rodent, commit more than half of the crimes on public transportation, even though they comprise only 3% of the population. French intelligence capo Alain Chouet claims that there are 1,514 lawless neighborhoods on French territory. It is therefore almost 6% of the French population who live outside the law and outside the cultural and political practices of the national community. Standardized test scores are cratering in France, which a professor writing in Le Figaro blamed on the brutal acceleration of immigration. A recent poll finds that 80% of French citizens favor a ban on more immigration. In 2020, a woman had her arm ripped off while a car dragged her a half mile to her death. The car's driver, Youssef Tabal, had a suspended license, yet wasn't even tried for murder. The lawyer for her family said, We are in a society where horror is being pushed to its climax. It is time for those who are well-meaning to open their eyes. French society has become savage and barbaric. 
Only a week before the car-dragging homicide, four migrants beat a French bus driver to death, causing his wife to exclaim, We were destroyed in a few seconds. I feel like I am living in a nightmare. A nightmare that is getting worse by the day. This past May, a group of about 10 third-worlders assaulted a young French couple in Nice while calling them shitty white filth and shitty French filth. In June, nationwide riots erupted after cops shot an Algerian teen who tried to pull away from a traffic stop. In 2015, coordinated Islamist terrorist attacks in and around Paris killed 130 people and injured more than 400. Ten years before that, three weeks of rioting followed the accidental electrocution deaths of two third-world teens who'd been hiding from police in an electrical substation. In 1969, my oldest brother was stabbed to death in Paris. The mortician counted over 30 stab wounds on his corpse. His murderer was never caught. In 1985, the only time I've ever been to Europe, I took a train up to see the Sacre Coeur Basilica in Paris. The neighborhood surrounding the metro station near the church pulsated with a seedy Arabic sense of menace. Although it could have been legitimate intuition or merely baseless paranoia, I had a feeling that my brother had been killed in a neighborhood much like that one. During my three days in Paris, the only political messaging I remember seeing was graffiti on a wall depicting a silhouette of Africa in black paint, with red paint bleeding from the bottom. I read it as some sort of statement against South African apartheid. Nearly 40 years later, and in no small part because the French felt bad about Africa bleeding and welcomed refugees into their formerly great nation, France is bleeding out from every pore.